Hi, this is Rob Wilson. Thanks uh, for joining us for our uh, monthly HR podcast at Employco USA. With me as usual is my partner, Scott Wilson. Hello. Jason Eisen, our Vice President of HR. Hi, everyone. And Nicky Navarro working the uh, board back from his, uh, his trip to Vegas. So... The uh, in, in Vegas. Speaking of Vegas, uh, speaking of Vegas and gambling, <laughs> Good transition. Uh, the uh, it's March Madness time of year, and uh, a pretty exciting time for for so many people in the country this uh, this time of year as people are looking at the brackets and the uh, and uh, whose favorite teams play in a uh, basketball game in this uh, this coming week. Yeah. So. And basically how that affects low productivity. Speaking of that, I think Virginia is going to go the whole way with only two losses. No, sorry. I'll bet you. (laughs) It's exactly what we're talking about. And for those of you who know that we broadcast from Chicago, and Loyola has made uh, their play in the first time since 1985. That's right. So. The, uh, but as we as you look at uh, March Madness, uh, the uh, over 60 million people are expected to fill up brackets this year uh, with uh, uh, pools in office pools, roughly, or office gambling of roughly $10 million, which just really seems a lot, light yeah. to me. It seems light, yeah. yeah. But that's a, a, st- a statistic that's uh, that's out there. But uh, so if, if, you know, from an HR standpoint, wanted to uh, get your take on, on the do's and don'ts in uh, employee productivity, employee productiv- uh, employee engagement. So a lot going on during the course of the month. The uh, the top two office gambling events during the uh, during the typical year are the Super Bowl and uh, March Madness. Yeah, and then it kind of trickles off from there, going to office pools with lottery or baby pools or college football championship. But those are the, those are the two offers, the Super baby Bowl. Baby pools, wow. <laughs> I never would have thought that's... Wow. Scott could have a boy or a girl. Exactly, wow. <laughs> and the date. And, yeah, and the date. Oh, there you go, the date. There yeah. you go. Wow, interesting. So that people will gamble about anything, right? So yeah. then you got the inside uh, track on, like, the C-section date. So then it's like, <laughs> my money's on that day, the third. No. So, but those got to be uh, small in comparison between the Super Bowl and, right. the, uh, and, and the month of March with all the... Uh, all yeah, the games, I mean, so. it, when, you, when you see businesses closing for this, I mean, this is, it's a huge event. Yeah, right. most most the companies either will maybe close or just turn a blind eye and say it, it is what it is. And, and some companies, which we're, we're going to recommend, is kind of embrace it and, and support it and make sure it's on the, on the the right way to handle it. Right, you, you know, why turn your you know you might as well get some mileage out of it instead of uh, and, and do it right versus uh, right. turning your uh, turn your head on. So, uh, talking employment policies on the HR side, Jason, any uh, what are your recommendations? So the the law there are three federal laws that prohibit gambling. Um, it's kind of the gray area whether or not employers subsidize it and the employee contributions are not required. You're probably in the safe zone if you don't ask for employees to contribute their own money if it's just kind of company-sponsored, company-sanctioned. Um, but obviously there are state laws that differ, and you just got to be careful with all that. Um, but if you do want to make sure it's prohibited in your workplace, you should have an employment policy. Most companies don't. I think we came across a stat that Uh, 80% of companies don't have a policy that prohibit uh, office pools in the workplace. And then even those that do have a policy, only 7% of them have disciplined employees for like an infraction. And I wonder if that 7%, how many they actually do discipline. Yeah, right, right. So 80% of uh, company handbooks do not address it. Office pools, right? Yeah. Out of those then 20, 7% actually uh, do some discipline. Yep. Yeah, so it, it's probably turning a blind eye. Even if you do have a policy, only 7% of the companies that do have a policy enforce it. Wow. So uh, on the on the good side of the uh, office pools, 
you know, we look at it uh, with a lot, working with a lot of our clients as it's an opportunity to increase your employee engagement, create some excitement around the office, the uh, relationship building, so a, a variety of areas. Yeah, so you don't, I mean, if, if, if people want to pick the teams based on their color or the mascots, you don't have to be a basketball expert to pick kind of your favorite teams or who you think is going to be available. Your so it could alma be mater right. or where your kids go to college or something along the lines of that. So right. it could be a fun event for everybody regardless yep. of your skill level of paying attention to college basketball. So if you, if you do embrace it and the company kind of sponsors it well or, or at least structures it well, mm-hmm. it could be a fun event for everybody to build some some camaraderie. Sure, my son Spencer, shout out to Spencer, is a student at Arizona. So right. I got to go with Arizona for, <laughs> for a bit. They're, in the, they're in the big tournament. Exactly. Yeah. So when you look at, uh, so Jason and Scott, you had some statistics on, you know, looking at relationship building and engagement. You know, I think the engagement thing uh, side makes so much sense because people are going to do it. So why not, you know, why not get some mileage from a company standpoint from an HR side? And when you're talking about college basketball teams, I mean, I'm sure in rare instances it gets heated, but it's not like it's one of the hot button issues like politics or religion. Right. This is basketball. Is this team going to beat this team? And it's college basketball at that. So I think that's where it really can be a good relation building standpoint that it, you know, it gets people to blow some steam off. Yeah, and it's funny. I mean, you do, the next day after the basketball games, everyone compares their points and how did you do? I can't believe that team. Did you see the buzzer beater? And, and people who don't normally follow basketball are all kind of engaged and having fun and, and kind of just building some some camaraderie and relationships. So on the on the reverse side, the productivity side, you've got uh, uh, you know, one uh, some increased absenteeism. You've got uh, yeah. There's unscheduled and scheduled. Obviously, a lot of unscheduled absences or tardiness mm-hmm. and those are the issues that our employers are really difficult to deal with because you, if you have a, a high a large percentage of an hourly workforce or manufacturing or warehouse who's going to man those lines and, and pick up the slack right we've got a couple clients that uh that have been with us for you know, 15 20 years that uh that, you know don't call them on thursday and friday because <laughs> they take thursday and friday off, off and yeah. you know their their offices and you know in one case they close their office on thursday because they know it's going to be so uh, you know unproductive that why not just close it and people can uh, can go off and do what do what they want but for those of this that are open uh, the pretty wide range of statistics as far as the uh, the cost of that productivity uh, you know the range on the on the low side two billion dollars to uh, Sherman was calling it a four billion dollar right. sure I can see it and there's also options where companies if they are worried about the short staff give incentives you know there's nothing that drives people more to work than an incentive whether it be monetary or you show up today you could take two days off in the future you know when we're slower you right, know, and we'll really. go through some of our tips at the end, but you sure. could kind of designate an area for everyone to watch. So maybe the employees who would have called off sick unexpectedly be to watch the games, they can still track them on a kind of a office pool or office sure. computer or TV in the conference room. So, Scott, on the IT side, as we've seen, you know, as, as you know, March Madness has been around forever, Years ago, well, there's was, vast improvements in right, that area. Right. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of turbo turning. No sponsorship here, no affiliation or anything, but it's better than the entire accounting department tracking, you know, points and everything. Now, turbo turning, I think it's nineteen dollars or something, and you can put up to a thousand players, and it'll track it. You just put the things in, and you just hit auto update, and it kind of takes it from there. And when you look at the, you know, years ago, your I, IT speed was a factor with people streaming games. Uh, you know, 
Is it that big of an issue uh, anymore? Um, it depends on if it's a small business and if they don't have a strong, if they're going off a old school D- DSL line, it will slow down speeds and stuff. But if you've got like a fiber line or a you know, cable line that's big here in Chicago, I think Comcast is trying to really make a big uh, penetration into small and medium-sized businesses with their internet. I don't think you're going to see much of an issue. Uh, but that's something where you have to refer to your IT department that if you do see slowdowns and it's affecting productivity and client access and things like that, that's when you want to put a stop to it. So Because back uh, years ago, as you'd walk through the office and you'd, you'd have different people streaming the games and you could you could see the spike in the, uh, oh, in sure. the speed slowing. But uh, now with uh, technology today, it's a lot, uh, you know, it's a lot, lot quicker. I, I, I think I saw something that said most of the bandwidth most people are on the internet at nights and weekends. That's when the highest usage is. But during this NCAA, during the work day, this is when it spikes to 50% to 75% of the bandwidth capacity is being used during these basketball that games. That and then the uh, various sales days during the holidays. Right. You right. know, unlike the Friday and Cyber Monday and everything, right. that's when you definitely see a spike in internet mm. usage. So not business-related, I should say. <laughs> And so, Jason, are you seeing many uh, many companies as far as blocking any streaming websites, or is that uh, it, you know years ago that happened? Are you are you seeing that much anymore? Yeah, it's more of a thing of the past because more and more people have good smartphones that can stream pretty pretty good quality on sure. and video quality and 4K even on your on your smartphone. Um, companies now are are I mean it used to be it's an old dinosaur now to block ESPN or CBS or whatever the streaming websites were yep. some companies still do that but they know their employees can just use their smartphone and either get into the company's free Wi-Fi guest Wi-Fi or just use their cell use their cell yeah. right right because right so you're you know instead of using your your laptop or your desktop people are just going to go to their phones you know you walk through uh, you know any company today what uh, what employee doesn't have their cell phone on their desk? Right now, uh, and this is only going to get, you know, it's only going to increase, especially now that they're going to be rolling out the five G technology, which is even faster cellular connection. Wow. So it's, you know, from a sales standpoint as as well, a lot of there's so many businesses that are uh, that are using it from a marketing standpoint, hosting parties. I don't think there's a bank in Chicago that's not mm. having a party on right. Thursday. Right, we've gotten more invites than <laughs> I think any, and I thought we got a lot of invites last year. This year, it's like everybody's every doing single it. bank in Chicago is wow. doing a and accounting firms and law firms. They're all doing renting out restaurants right. or bars or so. So good from a client relationship standpoint, uh, client uh, networking. Uh, you know, from a sales standpoint, makes it makes a lot of sense. Good opportunity to get in uh, in front of people. And it's a lot. It's not just one game. I mean, you of a client locked in for two basketball games. When are you going to have their attention for that long? I mean, it's it's a pretty good marketing idea. Right. So uh, what about some tips for uh, for what companies should do? So what we do here, uh, which I think is a great idea because it kind of protects you on the gambling and the, the, the law side of it, is that we offer a, a company, this is, the Wilsons have done this years ago, and I think it's a great idea to keep continuing forever, is that the company pays for and subsidizes the, the company, the, the basketball pool. So the employees aren't asked to contribute their own money. The company offers prizes, maybe gift cards or a vacation day, something like that. Uh, first, second, third prize, and then Scott has a great idea for... For second to last, <laughs> because for so many years, people were dogging their pool brackets to get that last place, and it's like, well, you know, you want it to be fun and competitive, so we now make it second to last place. Right, and, and actually, you know, internally, it becomes a... Uh, 
you know, it's $25 or $50 yeah, for saying the last. Crazy. But there's actually a bit of a competition for the people <laughs> that aren't good and say, you know, I'm, there's no way I'm going to win. I don't and know it gives them a chance it. to have fun, too. And, so, uh, you know, so they look at who's in first, and they look at who's in you know, second to last. <laughs> and what's in second. Sorry. And, and then we track it throughout the year. Like I said, we, we have fun the next day at work to talk about how each of our favorite teams did and how we're all doing the pools yeah. and how – Frank from accounting is pulling up in last, but maybe he's going to shoot to get to second to last. And I it's... thought it was Bob from accounting. <laughs> right. That's right. He wears khakis. <laughs> um, so in addition to that, we um, we don't have it broadcast on a kind of publicly access- accessible website. We just have it internally, so there's nothing crossing state lines, and there's no employee money for gambling. So we kind of right. I think we do it the right way, and I'll put it in a newsletter like, hey, Bob from accounting is doing this, and everyone gets around it and supports and, it. And we've seen other businesses that are doing, you know, we do gift cards, uh, others that are, uh, do actually vacation days, uh, movie tickets. Uh, they do a donation in charity to the uh, to the top three people. Yeah, so I mean, you, you could really do anything. Seen pretty, but, uh, but as a, a company sanctioned, uh, typically we'd recommend no entry fees, no, no right. cost to the, to the employees. So it's, right, definitely. And if right. they do have gambling issues, definitely do an exclusion, you know, say it's not mandatory. Yeah, yeah so employees could be, I mean, a lot of employees, we, we, we don't know, issues, yep, right. religious or recovering uh, recovering addict. Right. Right. And and then as far as watching the game, do you uh, do you recommend, uh, do companies have, you know, throw a TV room, TV in the conference room or? You know. So I, like Scott mentioned, I mean, maybe it depends on how good the, the company's bandwidth is and their technology. So if, it, if we don't have concerns over internet speed, Maybe you set up a couple monitors just with a couple games going on because there's always more than one game. And nowadays, I think people just watch it at their desk. Right. I mean, really, because it it does. I I think if most people have that guilt factor of, well, if I'm standing in front of a TV, they, I'm obviously not working. But if it's streaming in the upper corner of my screen while I'm still working, not as productive, but That's still good productive. Point. So I think you'll see more people streaming things if allowed on their desktop as opposed to having a general TV somewhere. Yeah, you're good and, you're good and bad about that is if you have a general TV somewhere, you know, you've got a little bit more co, co-worker yeah, team inter- inter- sure. interaction and you do have that productivity of you're leaving the desk versus you've got a, a, a guy or girl at their desk watching, you know, watching on their split screen, watching some game, doing some work. Right. You know, that increases, I would think, your your likelihood of errors. Yeah, and or if somebody's at their desk just listening through their their headphones, they jump up saying, "Yeah, right. good good job on the project." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we met our goals. <laughs> so, and then do you uh, yeah, should you make a point uh, of your anti harassment policy? Yeah, it's always a safe bet. Just to send a quick all company email, remind everybody either about your anti gambling or anti harassment emails, and if somebody if the company is going to sponsor uh, kind of an office pool. Don't make it mandatory. Just every everyone, anyone who's interested, please join. There's no entrance fee. That way, if someone does object to it, they're not they don't feel forced into it. Um, but yeah, if you remind everyone about the anti-harassment and anti-gambling policies, that, that could be a good time of the year to, to remind. But they're sent. It's a great idea. The email. Yeah. And then also for people that uh, are going to take the time off, do you? Uh, I know you sent around a, a note to everyone in in our internal organization of if, you know just remind you if you're going to take time off. You'd rather know. We'd rather know in advance than uh, than you know, that morning. Right. So this is where the companies who have the all-in-one PTO policy instead of the separate vacation and sick time policy. If you have an all-in-one PTO policy, there's no advantage for the employees waiting the day of to call in sick 
they can submit the request the day up, like two weeks before, and, and you can I, prepare, you for, prepare it. for it, and the companies can prepare for it too. That's a big advantage to that program. Yeah. So, uh, any other closing comments on uh, March Madness? Uh, I don't want to know who you're picking, though. Oh, okay, because I was <laughs> just going to say Villanova is oh, a strong second. I mean, they, Scott they has like five lo- brackets out in front of him. Four losses on the season. I mean, though there's a bunch of teams with four losses. I think Michigan's going to big showing too. Ooh. I mean, they they won the done the, the uh, Big Ten, Big Ten. Yep. yeah, and Michigan State not so much. So. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so you my couldn't. Tangent bell. So you, you couldn't tell from that that Scott runs the uh, the, <laughs> the office bracket here. Well, you know, <laughs> it's fun. It's it's for the good of the company. <laughs> On that and, note, and, I have some yeah. stuff I have to key in. No, I'm not <laughs> kidding. And Nikki's just thinking. He's thinking about winning. He was wishing that we had a, a, a brew pub uh, prize. Ooh. Sure. Well, good luck to everyone. Yes. Yeah. Good luck and be productive and uh, have fun. That's right. And uh, appreciate you uh, you join us this week. Any comments or comments or suggestions on future shows or questions, feel free to contact and reach out to us. HR at employco.com or info at employco.com. Either one will get to us. And add employco for our Twitter feed. Yep. We're on so. Twitter, Facebook, all the above. Yeah, thanks for joining us and uh, look forward to uh, our next podcast. Thanks. Thank you.